just so excited to be here today. Estamos tan contentos de estar before, aquí. I, before I go into the message, Antes de comenzar el mensaje, I want to thank God for the pastor and the leadership of this church. Pastor Agustin. Pastor Agustin. And some of his leaders that are here. Y algunos de los líderes que están aquí. They have opened their doors for us today to have church. Que han abierto sus puertas para nosotros tener culto hoy. So can we, give, can we give the church a new birth thank you? Vamos a darle las gracias a new birth. A new birth thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Muchas gracias. Amen, amen, amen. Um, to all, we want to welcome all of our guests that are watching us online. Les damos la bienvenida a todos los que nos visitan por um, en 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 el web. Amén. Muchos de ustedes no. Uh, fueron obedientes y no vinieron a la iglesia. Some of you were obedient and did not come to church. Hermano, en 20 años que yo llevo pastoreando, in 20 years I've been pastoring. Yo nunca le digo a la gente que no venga a la iglesia. I never tell people not to come to church. Pero esta semana hubo un grupito que yo textié. But there was a group of people that I asked, I texted them, them not to come. And I told them, please don't come to church on Sunday. Que no vinieran a la iglesia el domingo. Um, so to all of our friends, todos nuestros amigos en línea, all of our online friends, bienvenidos a New Birth. Welcome to New Birth. Amen. Today we're going to continue our series. Vamos a continuar la serie. And at the end we'll give some instructions and directions as to what was going to happen in the weeks to come. Y al final vamos a dar instrucciones para las semanas por venir. Father, we love you. We bless you. We thank you for the opportunity you give us, Lord, to come here to worship you, to glorify you, to give you praise, and to give you, my God, adoration. But now, Lord, you want to speak to us. You want to speak through us, God. We make ourselves available, God. Do what you can do best, God. Your word can change, transform, invigor, strengthen, encourage, propel, my God, and change, Lord. So we ask you to do that today as you challenge us by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, amen. amen. Today we are going to talk about growing in relationships. Hoy vamos a hablar en creciendo en relaciones. The first week we introduced the series. La primera semana introdujimos el, la serie. And we talked about the importance of growing. Y hablamos de importancia de crecer. And every Sunday, y cada domingo, we're going to be touching one of the letters of the word grow. Vamos a tocar cada letra de la palabra grow. Last Sunday we talked about uh, growing in God. La semana pasada hablamos creciendo en Dios. And today we're going to talk about Growing in relationships. Y hoy vamos a hablar creciendo en relaciones. When God created mankind, cuando Dios creó a la humanidad, He expressed the following. Él expresó lo siguiente. He said, "It is not good for man to be alone." Él dijo, "No es bueno que el hombre esté solo." Now, with this statement, y con esta frase, God is affirming something. Dios está afirmando algo. Y lo que Dios está afirmando and what God is affirming es que nosotros fuimos creados is that we were created para estar en relaciones to be in relationships los unos con los otros. with one another. We're not designed to be isolated. Church. No fuimos diseñados para aislamiento. The, the very fact that we're separated between chairs. El, el hecho de que estamos separados por sillas. I, I don't know if you feel how I feel. No sé si tú te sientes como yo me siento. But, but I, I feel a little uncomfortable. Me siento un poco incómodo. I, I like to feel the warmth of my brother and my sister. Me gusta sentir el calor de mi hermano y mi hermana. And the reason is, is because we're not designed to be isolated. Y la razón es porque nosotros no fuimos diseñados para estar aislados. As a matter of fact, de hecho, isolation is an invitation. Aislamiento es una invitación for the enemy to mess us up. Para que el enemigo nos dañe. Isolation is an open door. Aislamiento es una puerta abierta for the enemy para el enemigo to tarnish us. Que nos dañe. Have you noticed that when a, cr a criminal commits a crime? Has notado que cuando un criminal hace un crimen? The penalty is isolation. La penalidad es 
aislamiento. Una persona que comete un crimen lo ponen en una celda. A person that commits a crime they put him in a cell. Y lo aíslan de la gente. And they isolate him from people. ¿Por qué lo hacen? Why do they do that? Porque el aislamiento crea una un efecto psicológico. Because isolation creates an effect psychologically. And it affects people. Y arregla persona. To the point that depression kicks in. Que la depresión entonces entra. Now, now I'm telling you all this y te digo esto, because when God made man porque cuando Dios creó al hombre, he said it is not good él dijo que no es bueno for us to be alone. Para estar solo. Now he's speaking this él habla esto, dentro del punto de vista in the point of view de relación. of relationship. Dios nunca ha estado solo. God has never been alone. Él es Dios Padre, he is God the Father Dios Hijo, God the Son y Dios Espíritu Santo. and God the Holy Spirit. Antes de haber tierra, Before there was earth de Dios. There was a tri the, the, the tri tri trinity of God. He does not know no sabe what it is to be alone. Lo que es estar solo. And when he made us, y nos creó, he said it's not good. Él dijo que no es bueno. Because we were not created to be isolated. No fuimos al Now understand this. Entienda esto. That with all this coronavirus going on, que con todo esto del coronavirus que está pasando, a lot of us have been untouched. Algunos de nosotros nos mantenimos sin ser tocados. No hemos salido de la casa. We have not left our homes. Y, y, y yo después de media hora, and after 30 minutes, yo me estoy rascando. I get because I want to be in the street. Porque quiero estar en la calle. I want to be with people. Con gente. In isolation, aislamiento becomes that door Crea esa puerta, where the enemy whispers in our ears. A donde el enemigo nos habla en el oído. Remember Adam and Eve? ¿Te acuerdas Adán y Eva? They were always together. Siempre estaban juntos. And it wasn't up until there was isolation y no fue hasta donde había aislamiento that now the serpent que ahora la serpiente se introdujo a la mujer introduced himself to the woman y empezó a hablarle al oído and began to whisper in her ear porque el enemigo busca momentos because the enemy seeks for opportunities en donde estamos solos when we are isolated para poder susurrear en nuestros oídos palabras contrarias al propósito de Dios that's why the Bible says mirar cuán bueno y delicioso es habitar los hermanos juntos en armonía porque allí envía Jehová bendición y vida eterna now understand this There is a difference Hay una diferencia between isolation entre aislamiento and quarantine. Y cuarentena. The difference. Hay una diferencia. Let me explain what isolation means. Te explico. According to the dictionary, en el diccionario, isolation is a strategy used es una estrategia usada to separate people who are sick para separar personas que están enfermas with a contagious illness con, from those who are healthy. Con una enfermedad contagiosa para separarlo de gente que están saludable. Now, quarantine y cuarentena is used to separate and restrict es usado para separar y restringir the movement of people el movimiento de gente who may have been exposed to a contagious illness que puedan ser expuesto a una enfermedad contagiosa but do not have the symptoms to see if they become sick. Pero no tienen los síntomas para ver si, si están enfermos. There are those hay aquellos that live in isolation que viven en aislamiento and there are those y hay ellos that live in quarantine. que viven en cuarentena in the Bible, en la Biblia when Pharaoh cuando Faraón trató de matar a todos los varones de, 
hebreo la Biblia dice the Bible says que tomaron al bebé Moisés they took baby Moses y lo pusieron en un pesebre and they put him in a basket and they put him in a quarantine y lo pusieron en cuarentena so mientras había matanza en toda la región and while there was death in the entire region because the child was in a quarantine spot porque el hijo estaba en cuarentena la muerte no lo pudo tocar death did not touch him pero él no fue diseñado para estar en cuarentena toda su vida la cuarentena fue el proceso para protegerlo para ser el líder de la nación nosotros tenemos que entender la diferencia entre aislamiento y cuarentena yo no estoy aislado porque conmigo está el Padre el Hijo y el Espíritu Santo y en ocasiones I'm going to feel alone but I'm not lonely I'm in quarantine because bigger better and greater things God has in store for me so you need to know that isolation is what the devil uses to bring spiritual sickness but quarantine is what God uses to make us better to make us stronger So last week we talked about growing vertically with God. Creciendo verticalmente con Dios. Today we're going to talk about Hoy vamos a hablar the need to grow horizontally. La necesidad de crecer horizontalmente. With my brother and con, with my sister. Con mi hermano y con mi hermana. I'm here to submit to you this morning. Estoy aquí para decirte. And those of you watching online. Y aquellos que están mirando. That God created us. Que Dios nos ha creado. To do life together. Hacer vida juntos. God did not make us. Dios nos no creó. Para la vida sola. to live a life alone Fuimos diseñados we were designed para estar juntos. to be together so today we're going to talk about the importance Hoy vamos a hablar de la importancia of horizontal relationships de la vida horizontal. and for that I want you to go with me to the Bible y quiero que vaya a la Biblia. and we're going to read a story y vamos a leer una historia. that Jesus is going to tell us y Jesús nos va a decir that's going to help me reinforce what I want to share today que va a reinforzar lo que voy a compartir hoy. For the sake of time, tiempo, I'm going to just read it in English. Lo voy a leer en inglés, and those of you that don't understand English, y los que no inglés, you bear with me. It says, on one occasion, an expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength and with all of your mind and love your neighbor as you love yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, who's my neighbor? The worst question he asked Jesus. In reply, Jesus said, here comes the story. A man was coming down from Jerusalem to Jericho. When he was attacked by robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. That means he crossed the street. He passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, 
When he came to the place and saw him, pass by on the other side again. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity. That word pity is mercy. He took mercy on him. He went to him. He bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And then he put the man on his own donkey. Which means that he got off his donkey and gave somebody else a ride. He got off his donkey, brought him to the inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii and gave it to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and I, when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. What a story. Now Jesus Ahora Jesus. is going to bring a teaching to this story. Va a traer una enseñanza a esa historia. And listen to what he says. Y escucha lo que Verse 36. Verso 36. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? And the expert of the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Now, now understand, Jesus specifically Jesus específicamente mentions menciona three types of people. Tres tipos de personas. There was three options. Habían tres opciones. Think about a multiple, think about a multiple choice test. Piensa en un examen que tenga opciones múltiples. He said there was a priest, hubo un sacerdote, there was a Levite, un levita, and there was a Samaritan. Y un samaritano. Those were the only options. Esas fueron las últimas In opciones. This story, en esta historia, those were the three options he gave. Esas fueron las únicas opciones que él dio. But when he asked him, pero cuando le preguntó, quién de los tres, which of the three, demostró misericordia, showed mercy. Look at this man's response. First of all, a priest. Primeramente, un sacerdote. Era un mediador. Was a mediator. Entre Dios y los hombres. In between God and man. Un levita. A Levite. Era un adorador. Was a worshipper. La palabra, el nombre, el título levita. The title Levite. Significa ser atado. It means to be attached. And, as it pertains to working in the temple. As it pertains to trabajar en el templo. And then you have the Samaritan. Entonces tiene el samaritano. Who, by the way, happens to be a Gentile. Que también quiere decir gentil. Who, by the way, is an unclean person. Que es una persona inmunda. But Jesus asks this man. Pero Jesús le pregunta a este hombre. No cualquier hombre, hermano. Not any man. Él era un maestro de la ley. He was a teacher of the law. Y él le pregunta, and he asks, ¿Quién de estos tres? Which of these three? ¿Cuáles tres? Which three? Sacerdote, levita y samaritano. Pero ¿por qué responde? And why does he respond? Saying, diciendo, the one who had mercy on him. El que tuvo misericordia. Why didn't he say? ¿Por qué él dijo? The Samaritan. ¿Por qué él no dijo el samaritano? Because there was only three options. Porque solo habían tres opciones. Why didn't he say Samaritan? Porque él no dijo el samaritano. To understand his answer, para entender su respuesta, you have to understand who this man was. Tienes que entender quién era este hombre. The Bible says he was an expert. La Biblia dice que él era experto in the law. En la ley. His position, su posición, did not allow him, no permitía, to mention the Samaritan title. Mencionar el samaritano. Because to be an expert of the law, porque siendo un experto en la ley, implicaba lo siguiente. Implied the following. Yo tengo que seguir la ley. I have to follow the law. Y la ley decía and the law que los said gentiles, that gentiles, no eran dignos, were not worthy, de la bendición abrahámica. Of the Abrahamic blessing. So cuando Cristo le pregunta, so when Jesus asked him, dime cuál de los tres, tell me which of the three. Él no pudo. He could not 
samaritano porque la ley la religión lo tenía separado de la gente his position did not allow him to have compassion his religion didn't have room for Samaritans I'm here to tell you church that the kind of church that God wants us to be there can be no room for a religious spirit we cannot make room for religion we gotta love people no importa como se vean no importa como caminen no importa como huelan hay que mirarlos por los ojos de la fe pero él no pudo decir But he could not say el samaritano. the Samaritan. He said el dijo, the guy who did the right thing. El que hizo lo que bien. And I want to bring a scripture Quiero traer una escritura. that we, we, a lot of us know the scripture. Que muchos conocemos la escritura. Matter of fact, some of y'all know it by heart. A muchos nos sabemos por memoria. And it's found in Galatians en Galatas, chapter 2 verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. He sido crucificado con Cristo. Uh -huh. It is no longer I who live. No, ahora no vivo yo. But Christ lives in me. Pero vive Cristo en mí. And the life which I now live. Y la vida en la cual yo vivo. I live now in the flesh. La vivo en la carne. I'm sorry. And the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God. La vivo por fe en el Espíritu, en el Hijo de Dios, who loved me, me amó, and gave himself for me. Y dio su vida por mí. We all know this verse. Todos ese versículo. <laughs> I am crucified with Christ. Crucificado con Cristo. I no longer live. Ya no vivo yo, but Christ lives in pero me. Cristo vive en mí. But, but, but to understand that verse, Pero para ese versículo, you gotta read the context. Que leer el behind that verse. Después de ese verso, now, watch, de ese verso. now watch the context. ¿Y cuál es el the Christians, Jews, los judíos, no querían abrazar did not want to embrace a los gentiles. the Gentiles. Ese es el contexto de Galatas capítulo 2. That is the context of Galatians 2. Y Pablo les dice And Paul tells them que el evangelio that the gospel no debe aislar a la gente. Should not isolate people. Galatas capítulo 2. Galatians 2. Versículo 6 y 7. Verse 6 and 7. I want you to see the scandal. Quiero que vean el escándalo. It says, but from those who seem to be something, en cuanto a ellos que eran reconocidos, whatever they were, como personas importantes, Paul is saying it makes no difference to me. No tiene diferencia. God shows personal favoritism, porque Dios no juzga por la apariencia. For no man, for those who seem to be something, added nothing to me. Esos tales no me impusieron nada nuevo. Verse 7. But on the contrary, Al when they saw that the gospel for the uncircumcised had been committed to me as the gospel for the circumcised was to Peter, Reconocieron que a mí se había encomendado predicar el evangelio a los gentiles de la misma manera que se le había encomendado a Pedro predicar a los judíos. For he who worked effectively in Peter for the apostleship to the circumcised also worked effectively in me towards the Gentiles. Now, now, what, what, what is Paul saying? ¿Qué es lo que dice Pablo? You have to understand. Tienes que entender. After the Holy Spirit fell in Pentecost, después que el Espíritu descendió en el aposento alto, había 120 en el aposento alto. There was 120 in the high room. Y, y los que estaban allá arriba, and those that were up there, no eran gentiles. They were not gentiles. Eran judíos. They were Jews. Y todos fueron llenos, and all were filled del Espíritu Santo. Of the Holy Spirit. Cuando salen del aposento alto, when they come out of the upper room, eran judíos. They were Jews. Pero la encomienda era that, the, 
main commendation was but the command was for everybody era para todo ¿Qué pasa con Pedro? what happens with Peter Pedro comienza a predicar el evangelio. Peter starts preaching the gospel Pero Pedro no quiere romper la, la, la religión. but Peter doesn't want to break religion y Pedro solamente se enfocaba en predicarle a los judíos. and he was only focusing on preaching to the Jews y Pablo en esta carta a los Gálatas and Paul in this letter to the Galatians a Pedro. rebukes Peter ah, tú no me crees. oh you don't believe me Capítulo chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 now when Peter had come to Antioch I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. Él está diciendo, he is saying, cuando yo llegué a Antioquia, when I got to Antioch, yo me le paré frente a la cara de Pedro. I stood in front of Peter's face. Y yo le dije a Pedro, and I told Peter, el culpable, the, the one to blame, de que los judíos cristianos, that the Jewish Christians, no amen a los gentiles, don't love the Gentiles. Eres tú, Pedro. It's you, Peter. Porque la religión, because religion. What he says. Mira lo que él dice. For before certain men came from James, porque antes algunos hombres vinieron de Santiago. He would eat with the Gentiles. Él comía con los gentiles. But when they came, pero cuando vinieron, he withdrew and separated himself. Se separó, fearing those who were of the circumcision. Con temor de aquellos que no estaban circuncisados. Pablo está reprendiendo a Pedro. Paul is rebuking Peter. Porque Pedro tenía presencia. Because Peter had presence. Pedro tenía poder. Peter had power. Pedro tenía Espíritu Santo. Peter had the Holy Spirit. Pero Pedro no quería abrirle el círculo para que otros llegaran en relación con él. Y es por eso que ahora viene el apóstol Pablo. Se supone que quien hubiese escrito una tercera parte del Nuevo Testamento era Pedro y no Pablo. Pero Pedro tenía issues. Peter let religion take over relationship and what Peter didn't do now the apostle Paul does it I tell you all of this to say this don't disqualify other people because of religion no desqualifique a otras personas Do not disqualify other people por el color de la piel because of the color of their skin donde viven en la comunidad where they live in their community porque tú miras lo de afuera because you see what pero Dios outside, mira el corazón but God looks at the heart y si vamos a ser una iglesia relacional and if we're going to be a relational church hay que botar bandera you have to get rid of hay que botar logos you have to get rid of logos hay que botar todo you have to get rid of porque somos lavados because we are washed por la sangre de Cristo by the blood of Christ y somos hermanos en la fe para la gloria del Padre I want to tell you church that we are the contemporary Samaritans of this generation que somos los samaritanos contemporáneos de esta generación we have been called to be Samaritans hemos sido llamados ser samaritanos to our generation a nuestra generación now this is very challenging y'all esto es algo desafiante especialmente si tenemos un, un, un trasfondo religioso so how do I overcome this? ¿cómo puedo sobrevencer esto? How do I overcome ¿cómo puedo sobrevencer religion religión to relate with people? para relacionar con la Church, gente we need the power of the Holy Spirit. necesitamos el poder del Espíritu the Holy Spirit el Espíritu Santo will be the agent es el agente that will assist us to reach this endeavor. que nos ayuda a alcanzar y lograr esto Paul says in 2 Timothy, Pablo dice en 2 Corintios 1 versículo 1 for God did not give us a spirit of 
fear. Porque no ha dado espíritu de temor. But he has given us a spirit of power. Pero espíritu de poder. Love. Amor. And sound mind. Y dominio propio. In order for us to reach others. Para nosotros alcanzar otros. And have relationships with others. Y tener relación con otros. We need the power of the Holy Spirit, y'all. Necesitamos el poder del Espíritu Santo. And Paul tells us we have to grow in three areas. Y Pablo nos dice que tenemos que creer en tres áreas. Hay que crecer en tres áreas. We need to grow in three areas. Hay que creer crecer en poder grow in power en el poder del Espíritu Santo in the power of the Holy Spirit por eso es importante que usted como creyente hermano that's why it's important as a believer tenga un encuentro con el Espíritu Santo de Dios you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit of God por eso todo creyente que, que aceptó a Cristo that's why every believer that has accepted Christ usted fue sellado you were sealed por el Espíritu Santo by the Holy Spirit ahora el ser sellado being sealed no es lo mismo it's not the same en ser lleno being del Espíritu Santo. With the Holy Spirit. Una cosa es ser sellado. One thing is to be sealed. Otra cosa es ser bautizado. Another thing is to be baptized. El ser sellado being sealed significa signifies que ahora tú le perteneces a Dios. Means that now you belong to God. Pero el ser bautizado But being baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit. Poder del Espíritu Santo. What that means is lo que eso significa that God is going to equip you que Dios te va a to do on the church para hacer en la iglesia and in your community en tu what God has called you to do. La iglesia está llena de gente que están selladas por el Espíritu. Pero el Señor te dice hoy lo que Pablo le dijo a la iglesia: sed llenos del Espíritu. Esto no es una opción. Esto no es una sugerencia. Pablo ordena a la iglesia. Ordains the church. He commands the church. He mandera la iglesia. And he tells the church. Y le dice a la iglesia. To be filled with the spirit of God. Que sean lleno del espíritu. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. El bautismo del espíritu. Was intended for the purpose. Fue intencionado con el propósito. To give the believer that power. Para darle al creyente ese poder. That is mentioned in the verse we just read. Mencionado en este versículo. There are many things. Hay muchas cosas. In the Christian life. En la vida cristiana. That we will only achieve. Que solo vamos a lograr. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Por el poder del Espíritu Santo. So we urge. I urge you church to seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost because the baptism of the Holy Spirit like I, like I told you isolation is the door that the enemy uses to creep in the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the door that God uses to take you to a whole new dimension of glory and power in Christ. So we have to grow in power. The power of the Holy Spirit. But second thing Paul says, we have to grow in love. We have to grow in love. Luke 10:27 says, "Love your neighbor amar a tu prójimo como a ti mismo." As yourself. Él pone, él, él pone el standard. He puts el standard. Él no dice, ama, ama, ama a tu prójimo. He doesn't say, love your neighbor. Como tú ama a tu vecino. Like you love your neighbor. Como tú ama a tu mejor amigo. Like you love your best friend. Él dice, ama, a, ama tu, a tu prójimo. He says, love your neighbor. Como tú te amas a ti mismo. Just as you love yourself. Because it's easier. Porque es más fácil. To return love to people. Darle amor a otros. That love and care about us. Que nos aman a nosotros. But it's harder. Pero es más difícil. Loving people. Amando a gente. That we don't like and we don't care about. Que no nos gustan mucho. But grow. Growing in love, pero creciendo en amor, must include tiene que incluir loving people, amando a gente, people that have hurt you, la gente que nos han rechazado, people that have rejected you, que nos han herido, people that have talked about que you, que han hablado de nosotros. That's why Paul says, por eso es que Pablo dice, don't love them, no ames a ellos, the way they love you, como ellos te 
love you. Como tú te amas. Because it is in that manner. Porque no tiene que ver. En esa manera con que tú amas. In this manner in which you love. A la medida con que tú te amas a ti. With the measure that you love yourself. Entonces el mundo verá la realidad, hermanos. Then the world will see the reality. De un Dios perdonador. Of a God who is forgiving. De un Dios restaurador. A God who restores. Y de un Dios que abraza al pecador, hermanos. And a God that embraces the sinner. So he calls us. Y él nos llama. To grow. A crecer. In power. En poder. To grow in love. En amor. And then he says we need to grow in self-discipline. Tenemos que crecer en autodisciplina. Which is the ability to control your feelings. Que es la habilidad de controlar tus sentimientos. And overcome your weaknesses. Y sobrellevar tus debilidades. It is the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite the temptations to abandon it. La 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 habilidad de de sobrepasar las cosas que están que I can't see it. I'm sorry. De controlar tus sentimientos y sobrellevar tus debilidades. In other words, have self-control. Tener autocontrol. To do not allow yourself. No permitir. To be dominated by the things. Ser dominado por las cosas. That God rejects. Que Dios rechaza. That God displeases. Que Dios que no le agrada a Dios. That's what self-control is. Eso es lo que tener templanza. Self-control is. Templanza es. I want to do this. Domin dominio propio. Domino propio. I, I want to do this. I'm, quiero hacer esto. Because they did this to me. Porque me lo hicieron so a mí. I want to pay back. Pero voy, le voy a pagar. Self-control says this. Dominio propio dice, yo no lo voy a hacer. I will not do this. En base a como yo me sienta. Based on how I feel. Sino que yo lo voy a hacer. But I will do it. Para agradar a Dios. To please God. Y cuando yo entiendo esa realidad. And when I understand the reality. Puedo entender. I can understand. Lo que Pablo dice en Romanos. What Paul says in Romans. Capítulo 12, verso 21. 12:21. No se ha vencido con lo malo. Don't be over, overtaken by the what's wrong, evil. Sino vence con el bien, but el over, mal. Overcome with good. That's what the Bible says. Eso es lo que la Biblia dice. The Bible says, "Don't be overcome with evil." No sea sobrellevado por lo malo. But overcome evil with good. Pero vence con el bien. But right before you get to that verse. Pero antes de llegar a ese versículo. Paul says. Pablo dice. In the book of Romans. En el libro de Romano. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. La venganza es mía, dice el Señor. I will repay. Yo pagaré. Escucha lo que él dice. Mía es la venganza. Mine is vengeance. De quién es la venganza, hermano? Whose is vengeance? Alguien diga de Dios. Somebody say of God. La venganza le corresponde a Dios. Vengeance belongs to God. Tu responsabilidad. Your responsibility. Es hacer bien. Is to do good. But sometimes. Pero a veces. We feel God takes too long. Sentimos que Dios se demora demasiado. And taking revenge. En venganza. But God is telling you. Pero Dios nos dice. That's not your place. Eso no es tu lugar. That's not your role. Esto no es tu rol. Tu trabajo es. Your job is. Hacer el bien. Do good. Y mi trabajo es. And my job is. Tomar venganza Y cuando tú haces el bien good, Y cuando tú perdonas a tu prójimo neighbor, Y tú lo recibes a tu círculo Self-control church Dominio propio Y después él habla de tolerancia And then he talks about tolerance. Que es desarrollar la disciplina de, Para trabajar en unidad To develop the discipline to work in unity And then he says in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 3 En Efesos 3, 4 Make hacer todo lo posible para mantener la unidad del espíritu a través del vínculo de la paz. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So what is God telling us today? ¿Qué nos dice Dios? He's telling us that He is challenging us. Él nos dice que él nos reta to grow in relationships. Para crecer en relaciones. I don't know who done you wrong. No sé quién te ha hecho el mal. Perhaps they they were right. 
a lo mejor no te hicieron bien for doing what they did to you lo que te hicieron perhaps you were right a lo mejor tú estás bien for feeling how you feel sintiéndote como te sentías but if we're going to grow pero si vamos a crecer we have to grow in relationships tenemos que crecer en relaciones we have to forgive tenemos que perdonar let us not be like Cain and Abel no vamos a ser como Caín y Abel these were brothers eran hermanos and one killed the other y uno mató al otro if we're going to grow in relationships si vamos a crecer en relaciones, we have to grow in forgiveness tenemos que crecer en perdón. we have to open the circle tenemos que abrir el círculo. Que no seamos como Pedro. that we're not like Peter que caminaba por el agua. that he walked over waters Pero no permitía a otros que llegaran. but did not allow others to come que no seamos como Pedro. let's not be like Peter que con su sombra. that with his shadow Se sanaban todos los judíos. he would heal the sick the Jewish All the Jews. but what about the Gentiles y los gentiles we have to grow in relationships because we were not designed to live in isolation growing in unity is better always than growing alone Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 13 until we all reach the unity can you put that verse up please until we all reach the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God to become a mature man attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness in there of people in their deceitful scheming instead speaking the truth in love we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ Him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. We're in the middle of a situation. Estamos en medio de una situación. We don't know what's going to happen next Sunday. No sabemos qué va a pasar el domingo que viene. And I'll be honest with you, church. Y soy honesto con usted, iglesia. We don't know where we're going to meet next week. No sabemos dónde nos vamos a reunir la semana que viene. School is closed next Sunday as well. Cerraron la escuela el domingo que viene. This is why relationships are so important. Por eso es que la relación es tan importante. Because when we understand that we're not defined by a building, cuando entendemos que no somos definidos por un edificio, but we're defined by relationships. Pero somos definidos por relaciones. Together. Junto. Doing life together is not coincidence. No es coincidencia. For the past three weeks, últimas tres semanas, I've been telling the church. Estoy diciendo a la iglesia. Join a hope group. Anímate a hacer un grupo de esperanza. Sé parte de un grupo de esperanza. Be part of a hope group. And now this happens. Y ahora esto pasa. The victory of the church is not in a four wall. No es en cuatro paredes. It's in the unity of the brethren. Es en la unidad de los hermanos. Did you know ¿Sabías that the first 300 years que los primeros 300 años of the church de la iglesia in the book of Acts en el libro de Hechos, they didn't have a temple? No tenían un templo. They were having services in houses. Ellos tenían servicio en hogares. And when the Roman Empire y cuando el Imperio Romano was killing Christians, estaba matando a los cristianos. You know where they went? ¿Tú sabes dónde fueron? To have church. A tener iglesia. To the cemetery. Al cementerio. Y de ahí donde sale la 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 bueno el grupo religioso llamado los catacumbas. And that's where um, the catacombs were birthed. 
because Romans Porque los romanos were very mystical. Eran muy místicos. And no soldier y ningún soldado would dare go to the cemetery se atrevía a ir a un cementerio because they believed Porque ellos creían that spirits would come out of the grave. Que espíritus salían de las tumbas. So while Rome y mientras Roma was killing Christians, cristianos, the church said, la iglesia dijo, I know where we can go where Romans won't kill us. Los romanos no nos Let's matan. go to the cemetery. Vamos al cementerio. Y en medio de la gente muerta, and in the middle of the dead la iglesia people, comenzó a crecer. Empezó a crecer. Empezó a crecer. Porque la victoria de la iglesia está en la unidad de los prójimos. Por eso cuando Pablo y Silas estaban en la cárcel, no había pantalla, no había coritos, pero estaban juntos. Y dice la Biblia que de repente algo sucedió en la prisión cuando dos o tres se ponen de acuerdo. Hermano, la gloria de Dios, el poder de Dios, el amor de Dios, la gracia de Dios. It's manifested. So we need to grow in relationships. So I want to charge you today. Join a hope group. Be part of a hope group. Let's become bigger by becoming smaller. Let's become more influential by becoming more smaller. What the devil didn't know was this. He thought if I scatter them, they're going to lose faith. But the more they were scattered, they went into this house and they started preaching Jesus. When they tried to kill him here, they ran to this house and they started preaching Jesus. And they started preaching Jesus. Hasta el día de hoy, que tú y yo somos el resultado de una iglesia en relación, amándose los unos a los otros.